The Longhorn Confidential Podcast is brought to you by Zaxby's, taking chicken to a whole new level of flavor. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast. This is the Longhorn Confidential Podcast for Thursday, November 14th. What is up, Texas fans? We are two days away from Texas's trip to Chile, Iowa State. We're also exactly 83 years removed from the time that Hugh Wolf scored in a 95-yard kickoff return against Minnesota. That was the second kickoff return for a touchdown in UT history. The first kickoff return for a uh, touchdown in UT history, fun fact, which was Rembert Watson's 95-yarder against Missouri. It will celebrate its 118-year anniversary on Saturday, around the same time that Texas plays Iowa State. Anyway, I'm Danny Davis, the Austin American Statesman. As always, I'm joined by Mike Craven. Mike, say hello. Hello, everybody. All right, Mike, me and you, we both cover the Longhorns now, but at you know the root of things, we are Texas high school football reporters. That's yes. where we got our starts, how we got into the business. Mafia. Um, and the high school playoffs start today, um, uh, Thursday, November 14th. Um, tons of teams aiming, have their eyes set on Jerry World. Not all of them will make it, but this is you know one of the best times of the year. Um, in that group of athletes trying to win a state championship, is a handful of UT commits. Um, Ten of the 16 prospects from the 2020 class are in the playoffs. If you want to consider the ones that are injured, like Hudson Card, that number actually goes up to 13. Right. Only three of the um, commits um, didn't make the postseason. In Wednesday's dotted line um, column, which you can check out on hook'em.com, you kind of break down the playoff schedule. But I kind of wanted to you know, go a little bit deeper and kind of make this uh, intro a little bit of a high school football um, playoff preview. Which one of these Texas commits had the best shot at making it to Jerry World and winning the state championship this uh, winter? I think there's two obvious choices from the 2020 class, and that's Jaquindon Jackson, the quarterback from Duncanville. Of course, he he led that team to a state championship game last year. They lost to North Shore on a Hail Mary in one of the most epic high school championship games known to man. And uh, this year, Duncanville's even better. I mean, he's only played three second halves all year. Uh, I went and saw him against Molina to close out the year, and he played for a quarter. So this Duncanville team's on a different level than a lot of teams in Class 6A. And then also in 5A, it's Prince Dorba from Highland Park. As we know, Highland Park is is pretty dominant in they're nearly all, every sport. Right, yeah. yeah, every sport nearly. Highland Park uh, does a really good job. Socioeconomics helps a lot there. And so uh, Prince Dorba, Jaquindon Jaqu- Jackson are the two uh, from 2020. Uh, to watch, and then uh, Xavier Alford is also on that list. He's injured right now, uh, but if they do make a, a run to the state championship game at Shadow Creek, which they did last year, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of suited up there for the semifinals for the championship game. On the opposite end of the spectrum, a loss for these 2020 commits means you know, high school's over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time to start focusing on your future, and a uh, future that presumably includes Texas, if there's no more decommitments uh, upcoming, but yeah, which one of these commits do Texas fans kind of need to get out and see this week and or next week and may not be going deep into the playoffs? Yeah, if you want to see Quentin Johnson Johnson from uh, Temple, you may want to get out to Longview because that Longview team is really good mm-hmm. and is going to beat the brakes off of Temple probably. So uh, I would consider him the best wide receiver commit uh, at Texas right now. And so if you're out in East Texas and you want to get a chance to see him, I would go see him. Plus, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot because – Longview's going to be up. So, and Longview's quarterback is committed to A and M, so you can kind of get a, a look at the rival. Well, I guess is it a rival? Still, I don't know. We don't have to. Get into that. We don't need to get into that. Um, I don't know if this happens very often, but obviously, you know, you know, December in high school football, it's time to become a legend. And I don't know if um, it's really possible to kind of get on a recruiting radar this deep in a season because you know these kids have been being tracked since 
they were, you know, freshmen in high school. But right. is it possible? Would it be possible if a kid had a huge uh, winter that Texas may look at that and, you know, be like, hmm, give this kid a look? Yeah, I mean, maybe if they're already on the fence, you know, if they're one of those guys that they've been looking at but maybe haven't pulled the trigger on yet or, you know, they're trying to see. Let's just take, like, defensive line, for example. Like, let's say uh, Alfred Collins chooses to go somewhere else or they get the feeling that he's going somewhere else. Maybe a defensive lineman who they see over the course of the next uh, few weeks. Uh, kind of like Moro Ajomo mm-hmm. uh, at Katy uh, when he was a young, young player uh, committed to Texas. Yeah, you may see... Uh, a guy or two kind of emerge from the playoffs, but they've probably been somebody who at least behind the scenes Texas has been looking at or familiar with. Maybe it's not a name we know of yet, Mm -hmm. uh, but it probably won't just come out of complete nowhere. It'll probably be a name that maybe uh, this performance and the fact that they need numbers at a position may uh, get them an offer that maybe they wouldn't have got last month. Uh, You mentioned him a couple minutes ago, Quentin Johnson. That was kind of the um, name that popped out at me um, just because Longview was included too, mm-hmm. and obviously Longview, defending state champion. You know, for a kid like him going out, how big of a matchup is this to get a really good test in one of your last uh, matchups at you know te- at school? We talked about Temple before; they may not be the uh, you know, 2007 Lake Travis team throwing it all over the place. So, um, is this going to be a good week for him to kind of, if he does go out, go out with a pretty good test? Yeah, and I would think he gets more targets than than normal here. Temple's kind of a a run-the-football-first program, so he doesn't get to put up the numbers that he would if he played at Allen or Lake Travis or one of the teams that that plays a a, kind of a passing, sophisticated scheme like that. But yeah, I mean, he's going to be Temple's only player to really match up against Longview. I mean, Temple's only chance is for a guy like Quentin Johnson to go out there and just, you know, wreck shop. So... He's going to get opportunities uh, early and often, and I would think throughout the game because they're they're liable to be uh, coming from behind. Uh, of all the games on the schedule, the one I'm most interested in is uh, seeing uh, my McCallum Knights play Cedar Park. Probably not going to go well for the Knights on Thursday night, but CPT. Uh, obviously, my wife is a longtime teacher there, and we root for the Knights. But that's a game I'm focused on. What's the games you're looking forward to? Which games are you going to this week? I'm also looking forward to that game as a proud alumni uh, of Cedar Park. I don't think we're going to play, place a bet on this one. <laughs> I, I am going to actually a couple of 2021 games. So Katie Tompkins uh, plays Fort Ben Travis, and I believe that's the best by district uh, game. of One's 10-0, one's 9-1. So it's going to be a really good by district game, which are kind of hard to find. And that has, of course, uh, 2021 quarterback commit. Uh, Jalen Monroe uh, uh-huh. playing. So I'm going to go to that Thursday. Then Friday, I'm finally making it to New Caney. I feel like I've said this two times on the podcast and just never have gotten there. I'm going to go see Derek Harris, the outside linebacker from New Caney. And New Caney is another one. If we talk about 2021 guys, New Caney could be a team that uh, competes for a championship at, at their classification. Yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be interesting. Like I said, if you have a chance to go out and check out a high school playoff game, definitely do it. This is a great time of the year, and especially as um, – Things kind of die down with Texas this season, and we start getting ready for bowl games, and there's that break. Yeah. Those uh, semifinal championship games are definitely worth attending. And uh, next week, you'll start getting more double and triple headers. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get into area and then past that, you start getting, you know, where you can get two or three games at NRG, and then that's that's what I love the most. I would say the deal, um, the state championship deal um, at AT&T is one of the best deals in the book. It's like, oh. you know, 15 bucks to get in for three High quality football games, you know, par- parking is probably actually more expensive than mm-hmm. yeah, the is. ticket of admission. So, I mean, you can go out there and entertain yourself for 
a day for less than 50 bucks and watch football. In a stadium that costs 400 to get in normally. The stadium, you'd want to pay 50 bucks just to go walk around that stadium. And there's there's football involved too. So I I definitely, if you have a chance, uh, take advantage of that. Uh, Let's go around the 40 acres. Obviously, the big news on Monday was the uh, decommitment of Quay Davis, a a wide receiver from Dallas Skyline. Um, what kind of happened there? Why is uh, why did they uh, why did the Longhorns lose out on that one? And you know, we it seem, we seem to be talking about decommitments each week. Do Texas fans do they need to back away from the ledge? Or do they need to inch a little bit closer? You know me. I'm I'm never one to like throw throw yourself off the ledge over guys who haven't ever played a, a snap of college football. So. You know, Tom Herman, Texas, the one thing I don't think we need to worry about is, as onlookers or as fans or as, you know, whatever you are out there is recruiting. Texas is always going to be able to get talented guys here. They've always been able to do it even when they're bad. So, you know, I, I feel like that's going to be okay. Quay Davis uh, is an interesting one. It's Rashad Samples. You know, he was one of the main reasons uh, that he committed to Texas. Samples was here. Of course, a legend in Dallas. And Quay is from uh, Dallas Skyline where, where Samples played. Uh, and then it's the obvious, the 2021 guys are starting to commit before they're juniors. Uh-huh. And that's a long time to stay committed. I mean, remember when you were 16 and how many times your mind changed about everything. Yeah. Much less the biggest decision of your life. And so I wouldn't be su- surprised if Quay Davis ended up at Texas. I just think right now he realizes he wants to to do some things this offseason um, that being committed wouldn't allow him to do. And so this kind of frees him up to go on visits and, and to kind of enjoy the process more. Uh, well, Quay is decommitted. One Texas's more recent commits we talked about last week, uh, John Harrison from Hutto High School. Hutto, a big playoff game coming up against Seguin this weekend. But before he started focusing, focusing on the Matadors, took some time to interview you. You, talked to, you wrote about that in your Monday column. What kind of your thoughts about him and what he may be able to do uh, when he gets here at Texas? The dude's just an athlete. You know, I, talking to Texas, they don't want to pencil him into a position yet. They want to get him on campus. I just don't see how you take him away from the offensive side of the ball. The kid is really good after the catch. He's a pretty solid route runner for somebody in high school. And so I, I just see him as somebody who needs to stay on the offensive side of the ball and, and make plays because he's just really he's just really electric with the ball in his hands. And I, Texas needs as much of that as possible specifically because this offense loves the slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Earlier in the week, also on your dotted line column, you kind of looked at some of the Fab 55 uh, players and that you compile each week. First of all, how, how much of a task is that Fab 55 list? It's not easy. I mean, because I try to take it seriously. I mean, I think I could do it easier than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, you know, I, a lot of the lists you see nationally aren't made by people who watch locally. And so I try to, you know, as somebody who goes to as many games as almost anybody in the state at the high school level, I try to try to make it a representation of what I see. And yeah, it takes a it takes a decent lot of amount of time, and I get a decent amount of hate emails for it. So it's a it's a fun a fun project. What would recruiting be without hate? But anyway, some of the prospects on that list um, still have not announced their decision. Obviously, Texas fans are waiting for Alfred Collins, uh, the fine defensive lineman from Cedar Creek, to pull that trigger, but. Uh, two running backs on the list, uh, Zachary Evans, who um, has been on people's radars for a while just because of what he's done down in Katy, and then uh, E.J. Smith, who his last name, you know, people can connect those dots to right. Emmett and see why he's, uh, you know, he's uh, going to be a good running back. Um, 
where do you see them going? Is Texas on either of their radars, and or is someone like EJ, whose sister uh, plays soccer at A and M, is is he destined to be an, an Aggie? Maybe. You know, EJ's difficult because he has like three ties to schools, right? Like mm-hmm. you assume Florida because mm-hmm. his, his dad Emmett was a legend there, and he has a, he has an offer in a place at Florida whenever he wants it, right? So you got Florida in the SEC, A and M, as you mentioned, with his sister in the in-state school. And then he's a really smart kid. So Stanford is was the favorite over the summer. I think there's been a bigger push from some of the schools like A&M and Florida. And maybe Stanford isn't the clear leader anymore. But Stanford's up there. And then with uh, North Shore or with uh, Zach Evans from North Shore, it's hard to get a read on a kid. I mean, I'll just be completely honest with you. I love Zach. But he's just a hard kid to get a read on. I would... If I had to put money on it, I would I would say LSU or Georgia, probably LSU uh, being the leader right now. But, yeah, that one will go until uh, National Signing Day, and he'll probably be one of the guys on TV doing doing something for ESPN. Yeah, I get, I get my Katie and my North Shore running backs mixed up. Yeah, there's a lot of talent in both of, of those Houston areas. Uh, down there. They are different, though. If you went to North Shore or if you went to Katie, you would know which one you were in. I went to Montana, so I know <laughs> neither. Um, we're going to do something a little different this week. Um, we're, today is, uh, we're taping this on Wednesday, and today is the National Signing Day for pretty much every sport except for football. So uh, if, you're on tw- if you've been on Twitter or on TexasSports.com, you've been seeing kind of the updates from the baseball team, the basketball team, volleyball, golf, uh, track and field, obviously, um, all these young prospects who are committing to be Longhorns or signing to be Longhorns and um, taking that next step in their future. So we're going to kind of celebrate that today. And uh, um, we went out and talked to a few local players who will be Longhorns in the, ne- the near future. And uh, just uh, so, yeah, we're going to play those interviews, let you hear what they had to say. First is going to be uh, Shay Hawley, a basketball player from Westlake High School. Uh, father played football at the school. She's going to play for Karen Aston uh, next year. Then we got Bentley Cotton, who also attends Westlake High school, two-time state champion. We uh, profiled her on a previous podcast, but she is a golfer. Um, then up after that is going to be Rouse's Dalton Porter, who is a baseball player. Uh, we've profiled him on a previous podcast. Uh, this will be a second straight year that Texas assigned a Rouse baseball player, so uh, we'll hear what Dalton has to say. And then uh, finishing up, Riley Heinrich, who's going to be a volleyball player, also attends Rouse High School and is going to uh, join Jared Elliott's uh, currently number one ranked team um, and uh, national championship favorite, so she'll be in that mix uh, next year, Libero, very good player who's still uh, contending for a state championship of her own. Um, so, yeah, we'll listen to what those players have to say, and we hope you enjoy. Here it's Jay Holly, new, newest member of the women's basketball team at Texas. What was today like? What was it like signing on that dotted line? Yeah, it was sort of surreal. I mean, I've been dreaming of signing and never thought it would actually be to Texas, but that's been a dream for a while, so getting to do that was crazy. <laughs> Why Texas? Why was Texas your, your dream school? Um, I mean, other than being a Longhorn fan my whole life, like once I realized it could actually be a thing of me going to Texas, like it feels like family there, the coaches and the girls. I mean, like I just feel like I'm right at home. (laughs) Speaking of family, you obviously have family ties to to Texas. Your dad played there. Was this always... Was this always the school you wanted to go to? Was there any chance you'd ever think about being an Aggie, or was Texas uh, Texas your school? Um, I think once Texas offered, I was sort of already set. I mean, 
I couldn't imagine myself going anywhere else, and that's when I knew it was the place for me. <laughs> um, how would you describe yourself to the Texas fans who want to get to know you a little bit better and find out some stuff about you before you get to campus? Yeah, definitely I focus on controlling the controllables, as I say, like energy and effort and attitude. Like I know you can't control every aspect of your game, but I can always bring high energy and um, the most effort I can. So yeah, It doesn't seem that long ago that your sisters were here celebrating their signings now, Brooke and Bailey are seniors at Texas State. How much did they help you in this process, and how much uh, have you learned about them about being a college basketball player? Definitely. I mean, they've pushed me to be my best. I think I'm as good as I am in basketball because of them. Um, and just knowing more about college basketball before I'm even there, I feel like I sort of have a leg up. Like, seeing them go through the freshman year and where they are now, it's definitely helped me a lot. What was it about Coach Ashton that made you want to sign with her and have her be your coach the next four years? Um, my favorite thing about Coach Ashton is that, like, what you get is what you get. Like, she's going to tell it to you straight, and I like that because, like, she tells me what I need to fix right then and there, and there's nothing about it. And, like, she just makes me feel at home like I know that I'm good like I want to work hard for her so right, you guys beat Cedar Ridge last night you're 2-0 this season what should we expect from Westlake this year what are what are the goals for the Chaps this season yeah we're focusing on not setting two big name goals but like just working hard every day getting better reaching our potential and I think if we do that we can win quite a few games <laughs> thanks Jay congratulations Thank right, we're here with Family Cotton newest Longhorn golfer First off, what was this experience like when you signed on the dotted line? How, how was that experience? Unbelievable. I've been waiting for so long to do this, and it's it's so real. It's, it's, I, there's no feelings to express this. Why Texas? Why was Texas the school you chose? I'm sure you had lots of options. Why why Texas? The coaches and just the teammates, um, I mean, they're the best. They're number one right now, and the coaches, I think, will really help me develop into the player I want to be, and there's, I'm so excited. How would you describe yourself as a golfer to the, the Longhorn fans? Um, I would say confident, um, a team player. I can't wait to be in the burn from Orange. You know, what attracted you to Coach Murphy, Coach Golden? What was it about them that made you be like, I want to be coached by them for the next four years? Um, well, it, you look at the players that they've developed, and every single one of them have come out of Texas strong, and a lot of them are on the tour now, and uh, I wanted them to help me uh, become one of those players. They really just caught my eye. They're un unbelievable coaches, and that's why they're number one in the nation. Do you have much of a relationship with Caitlin Papp, and can a Westlake chap and a Lake Travis Cavalier get along? Oh, yes. Me and Caitlin have grown up together, and we actually plan to be roommates next year, so we're, I'm so excited to be team with Caitlin and all the other girls. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this Westlake team. Obviously, a lot of success here at Westlake. Can you guys get that third title this year? And how, how's the season going to look for you guys? Hopefully, you know we're uh, got to take it day by day, but uh, we're hoping we got to play strong because a lot of teams have gotten better and. We've lost, we lost a really good player last year, Madeline Jones, and, um, you know, we we got to play strong to win. You know, when you were getting introduced today at your signing ceremony, Coach Patterson had a lot of nice things to say about you, the coach here at Westlake, but she's also an Aggie. I got to know, how much smack talk is there going to be between you two uh, this season? Uh, probably none. She's never really talked about it. Um, I mean, like she said, she can't wait to rep Orange for me, but, you know, we... <laughs> I don't have anything against the Aggies, so it's, you know, it's nothing. So, we're here with Dalton Porter, newest Longhorn, signed with the baseball team a few minutes ago. What was that experience like? Uh, that's, I can't even explain it. Uh, 
I've been committed since I was like beginning of my freshman year, and I just, ever since like I committed, I've been waiting for this day. Um, it's just surreal. It's awesome. You know, since your freshman year, that is an early time to make this decision. That's a long time to wait. A lot of things can happen. Why was Texas the school for you? Uh, for me, I've grown up around Texas. I um, I was born actually in the hospital. You can see the baseball field from from the, from the hospital. So that's like, that's honestly like super cool. And with the new coaching staff they got there, all the recruits they're bringing in, the field, just the academics, the um, just Austin, everything about the university. Uh, and all the challenges that it offers me, like offers me, is something that like I was looking for in a school, and I feel like that's the best place for me to personally grow myself to the best baseball player I can be, and hopefully after that, follow my dreams to playing professional baseball and stuff. So yeah, I feel like that was the, the best decision for me. Three years is a long time to formulate relationships. What is it about Coach Pierce? What is it about Coach Allen that makes you say, "I want these guys to coach me in the next three, four years"? I. I just really like the way they they handle everything around the university. Like they're so focused on on winning, which is like what you need to be in baseball. And not just that, they just have this like this way of just like connecting with the players, which is like unbelievable. And just everything about their coaching style and everything is just like what I feel is the best for a great college baseball program. So I feel like it's the the best fit. Yeah. Now, obviously, you got your boy down there with Jared signing <laughs> yes, last sir. year. First off, are you Rouse guys? Are you taking over this program? And you know, are you excited for that reunion next year? Uh, yeah, Jared's definitely uh, he's a brother. Like he's honestly a brother to me. Uh, I'm so excited to get to play alongside him for the next three years because he's a freshman now. But yeah, he's he's gonna do great things this year, and I hope to follow his footsteps next year. So yeah. How confident are you in this Texas team that they can get back on track after kind of a, kind of a down year last year? Nah, they got some good guys coming in. They got a lot of really good freshmen. Uh, my class actually uh, came in as the number one recruiting class by Baseball America, so I feel like Texas baseball is back back on the rise. Like it, this is their year. They got Tulowitzki added, um, a lot of really good recruits that came in this year that are already there. Uh, a lot of good seniors and juniors, um, and then my class is stacked too. So I think that only good things are coming for the Horns. Are you excited when you saw that number one designation by Baseball America? Did that excite you? Are you ready for that target? What are your thoughts about being the top recruiting class? That's awesome. Like, uh, not surprised at all with the recruits that we have coming in, but that's amazing. Um, out of all the schools, the big schools that are always up there, like Vanderbilt, um, like that above them, that's that's awesome. It feels amazing to do that, but still have a lot of work to put on university or on campus. So I think we'll be ready for that. I know you're excited to get get, get to the dish, but. Here at Roush, you guys got your eyes on Dell Diamond. Oh, yeah, we, we what, got some unfinished business here. What, what should we expect from the Raiders this uh, this uh, spring? This best team we've ever had. Coaching's ready. Everyone's focused. I personally don't want to jinx it, knock on wood. I think this is the best team that Roush is ever going to have. We Everyone's ready. We're working harder than ever. A lot of teams are doubting us right now, but honestly, like I would not... Don't sleep on the Raiders this year. We're here with Riley Heinrich, the newest uh, member of the Texas volleyball team. Signed on the dotted line. What was that experience like? It was amazing. It was like nothing else I've ever experienced in my entire life. I've just been waiting for this for so long and just to finally make it official was just crazy. And just with the support of my friends and family, like it was just, it was a fun day. Now, I remember when you announced your commitment, you had a nice little collage. One of them was a picture of you as a little kid with, a, yeah. with hook him at a game. You know, how long have you been a Texas fan and why was 
Texas the, the right school for you? So I've been a Longhorn since I was born. So my dad played baseball at the University of Texas. So, you know, it's in my blood. And, um, you know, Texas is just a perfect school for me. I just holistically, like academically, the academics are strong. The volleyball team is incredible. The coaching staff's amazing. Just the environment, the atmosphere. I've grown up around it. It's just... It just felt like home to me. Um, Jared Elliott, I mean, obviously his accomplishments speak for themselves, but what was it about him as a coach that made you say, this is my, this is my coach, this is who I want to go play for? Oh, Jared's incredible. Just watching him on the court, he knows what he's doing, he knows what he's talking about, he has incredible accolades, experience, and I'm so excited to get to learn from him and to become a better person and a better player under his coaching. Yeah, what should Texas fans know about you? Obviously you've been you know, an all-star libero here for a while, but you know, what should uh, Texas fans know about you and what you bring to the bring to the floor you know I'm really really enthusiastic I'm very positive I'm very bubbly I hope to just bring lots of enthusiasm and hard work and positivity and just kind of just encourage others around me and I just hope to you know just be a light for others and help you know my teammates as we go through and compete try to win a national championship and uh, yeah I'm really excited I hope we do good things next year speaking of national championships Texas is obviously ranked number one currently they're going to be a favorite to you know contend and go to the final four is it intimidating to join a program like that or is that exciting for Uh, someone like you you know it's actually really exciting you know um winning a national championship is an incredible goal and i that's something that i've been striving to have the opportunity to accomplish and i hope that once i get there i can contribute to that and i can help the team and we can get to that point because that would be so amazing speaking of championships the rouse raiders still still in the state playoffs you guys got regionals this week if you survive state tournaments next week what has been going right for you guys how has the season gone and what do you need to do this weekend to get to state so we've actually kind of you know we've been trying to play rouse volleyball we're just trying to you know play as a team encourage each other stick to what we know and just stay disciplined and we kind of had some rocky games going to five at kingwood park and georgetown last night and i think that we're just going to have to learn to just come together and just um you know play our game take one point at a time and just don't lose focus during the game what was this week like i mean you're signing your you're signing your letter of intent you're playing <laughs> possibly three playoff volleyball matches how busy and crazy has this week been it's for you it's been really busy especially because we're missing school so that's not really helping we we're um we're kind of stressed right now but you know it's been really exciting we're really excited for this weekend we hope to you know our goal is garland this whole year that's just been our mindset it's just going back to garland i really hope that we after this weekend we we get to that point so congrats to all the high school athletes who are making that next step in their careers, whether they're going to Texas or whether they're going to you know, schools across the state, across the country. It's an incredible achievement to be able to make that next step. And there are a lot of people, myself included, who could not do what these kids have been able to do, and they deserve all the applause in the world. And congratulations to the parents, mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah. For, Save for that get, money. <laughs> for getting a little break on the money and for raising a kid. That can you know not only compete a- athletically at the college level, but can get in academically. That's mm-hmm. that's huge. I think that's the second part of the equation that often gets overlooked. Is you have to qualify too. Yeah, that's student not, athlete, man. That's not always simple. Um, that's going to do it for us. Uh, don't forget to shoot us a review at the Apple Store and the Google Podcast app. We do appreciate it. Our bosses appreciate it, and we also both appreciate you tuning in each week. The Longhorn Confidential Podcast is brought to you by Zaxby's, taking chicken to a whole new level of flavor. Stop by your neighborhood Zaxby's today. Or order online at zaxby's.com forward slash podcast. We'll see you later. Peace.